Uh, yo, can y'all hear me? You. Yep. Everything sounds good? Yep. Okay, I'm going to try something out. I'm going to try to plug in my Blue Yeti mic. See if I can improve my audio. Let's see what happens. I don't know if y'all even notice a difference on y'all end. Do I sound better? Do I sound the same? Do I sound good? It is um, are you talking? Uh, what did you say? Hello? Can you hear yeah, me? Yeah, I can, I can fall. Joe, can you hear anything? Yeah, I hear you. Okay. Okay, can you guys hear me now? Yeah. Wait. Okay, yeah. All right. Okay, cool. <laughs> oh. What? Joe, we got to coordinate that better next time. I was trying to play with Wayne a little bit and pretend like I couldn't hear him. Oh, oh I can't hear him. All right, Joe, you're cutting in and out a little bit, buddy. You're cutting in and out. Yeah, so you can hear me. Okay. Oh. Well, we said it first, so. Uh, okay. Uh, well, were you busting my balls the whole time so you could hear me through the Yeti mic? Uh, yes, this time. Before, when you tried recording, I couldn't hear anything. You douche. Right. But it also just said it was me and you. Uh, Joe wasn't even in there that time, so I don't know. Okay, what about you, Joe? Could you uh, hear me fine with the Blue Yeti, or were you just joking with Paul? Yes. Wow. <laughs> okay, so I'm plugging it back in. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Oh, you actually unplugged it? That's funny. Yeah, I did unplug it, because I thought... <laughs> Jeez. Oh, my goodness. I'm like, hold on. Okay, okay. All right, so I'm just trying to get comfortable here. I set up the mic and everything for this podcast. Hopefully, I sound okay. All right. Yeah, so what's going on, y'all? How y'all doing today? Paul, you know, first. I'm doing all right. That's good. What about you, JoJo? Just trying to figure out this Iron Banner boo-boo going on right now. (laughs) All right. Sweet. All right, so uh, today we don't have a full co-host cast. Uh... One of our co-hosts is actually, you know, doing his own thing. But we got, you know, the next best thing. We got Grim Bones and Superfly in the building. Um, so welcome, welcome, everybody, to the, what, fifth episode? Yeah, fifth episode of the Orbs for Days Clan podcast. Obviously, I'm your host, Wainzer1193, and we have our usual co-host, like I said before, Grim Bones and Superfly Men. Nah. All right, so Ohio. we got some juicy topics. What's up, man? I said Ohio. Ohio. Yeah, we definitely got some juicy topics today. Uh, I'm really excited uh, for this podcast, for real. Uh, I did some studying and some reading uh, ahead of time, so I feel a little more prepared. Watch me, like, stutter and not get my words right. Uh, But, yeah, so we got a lot of topics in hand. So uh, we could talk about um, first impressions of Iron Banner. So Iron Banner came out uh, with, you know, the new and improved version, if you will. Uh, Those are my words. Uh, Some people may think different, but... uh, we know the new Iron Banner came out, and um, you know, so instead of the uh, the flags for the control, they have like they changed the aesthetics to like fire pits. Um, you know, the auditory sounds, the visuals, it looks really nice. Uh, it's a little nice touch and nice theme to go with the actual gameplay. So it's kind of dope. Um, also, the objective is a little different. So where if one team caps all three zones, then the, all the zones lock for like twenty seconds or so. And that's usually, you know, a great time to strategize on what you want to do. Either you want to kill like crazy or you want to kind of send half to kill and send half to, you know, stay reserved. But uh, after the 20 seconds, uh, the zones actually completely reset to neutral. 
and they have to be recapped again. Um, but uh, we're going to talk about our first impressions on that first. And first off, I, I loved it. I, uh, I was a little worried at first. Uh, I know I didn't feel that way or express that the last podcast, but I really did. Uh, I had a good time. Uh, overall, I mean, like, I, I, you know, there was times where it was a challenge, you know, to fight against other opponents. So some, some matches we pub stomped, some matches it was close, some matches we just got beat on. But uh, I had a very good time. Um, I, I definitely do appreciate the little aesthetics and, and theme uh, to it. I think one thing that I, uh, I guess you could say was or could have been troublesome was, I guess, when the zones reset. Um, Grimbones was talking how, you know, he was kind of unsure about that. And we'll definitely get his opinion on that. But uh, he was talking about how he was kind of unsure how that would really play out and how that would affect the team when the zones reset. So, like, it's like after you cap all three, it almost defeats the purpose of capping them in the first place, almost. I would assume that's what he meant. But uh, I definitely can see how it could be worrisome because um, there was times when I would play and I would go crazy, just go out there and start killing everything for the 20 seconds. And then I completely forgot that the zones reset. And then next thing you know, we have two zones that are already taken over by the enemy team and just one zone for us. Or they may just cap it. So there's definitely strategy involved. Um, but uh, overall, I did have a good time. If I could rate it out of 10, I'd rate it like a 9 out of 10. Maybe some fixes on some things that I just don't know yet. But nothing's perfect. All right. Well, Joe, actually, you know what? Grim Bones, we're going to save your perspective last. Okay. But, uh, Super, what do you think? Uh, so, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Um, I do like the little fires better than the flags. I don't know why. I just think, it, you know, it has a little more, more like, symbolization with, you know, the Iron Banner theme and Saladin and, you know, what we had at the Iron Temple. Um, but as far as the gameplay goes for locking the zones, I enjoyed it. I think that, you know, if you listen to last week's podcast, that everything I kind of said I felt like was almost spot on, like, when we capped all three, it was kind of like, yeah, like time to go ham and, you know, get up our points, which is nice. But at the same time, like me and uh, Grim, we were playing a game last night or this morning or whatever, you know, different time zones for different people. Um, and basically, like, we only had one zone the whole time and we were still like neck and neck with this team. So I'm not sure if that has to do with the new gameplay itself or the fact that our teammates weren't doing well at capping zones, but we were killing them more than dying. So uh, I like that, you know, you can actually play out that strategy now where you're not getting stomped because you only have one zone where as long as you have a zone and you're, you know, still playing well, I guess you can still keep it close. But uh, yeah, you just have to be aware as soon as you cap all three, like kind of talk amongst your team if you're in a party. And kind of strategically say, all right, I'm going to go get A or I'm going to go get B now and kind of like divide it up so you can kind of reclaim some of those zones. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Uh, so earlier today, I was like, oh, dang, we could have did that. And we still got time to play the game, obviously. But uh, that's what I was thinking, too. I was thinking, like, once it, it's, it's, this should be golden for like a six man fire team. So, like, once we cap the zones, we could get like three of the best players just going ham and trying to get kills the best way they can. And then we have three people reserved just staying on the zones and guarding it for the remainder of the 20 seconds. And, you know, you can kind of get that loop going. Now, I mean, in a perfect world, that sounds great on paper. But, you know, we know the spawning system with Destiny is kind of jacked up. So we'll probably find some issues with, like, enemies spawning right behind you because the game doesn't know where to put you. Um, but I don't know. That's just food for thought. 
Hey, yo, Grimbones, what you think? I'm excited to hear your perspective, man, for real. Oh, man. So, I was playing with Paul earlier, so you already heard that bit. But in the last, like, 20 minutes that I've been playing on Iron Banner, I don't know if this is because of the service or not, but I've gone through two matches where, within the first five minutes, we already got eliminated. Because <laughs> it was, like, 93 to 9. Nine points. I had killed, like, two people, and we had nine points. My whole team kept getting, like, completely wrecked and then they actually did uh did a power play on us like four times and then uh that happened like twice and then i entered a match where we did that back to somebody else and then i had a match where we were behind by like 90 points the whole time we didn't get like uh the boot you know you didn't call it early and then we came back at the end by like one point what yeah I don't even know how, like, all of a sudden we just got a power play and then a power play and then a power play, and then that was it. We So we had been fighting for, like, seven minutes, just getting wrecked, and then in the last, like, minute and a half, we, like, came through to the end. It was like, I don't even know. I don't even know. I gotta say, I'll, I'll, I'll be, like, flipping crap right Oh, yeah, like. dude. It was... <laughs> I, got, like, a, I got a couple of hate texts from that one, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, get good. Right, sure. I yeah. lost, but you need to get good. Uh, as far as, like, the aesthetics, I think it's uh, – I was actually kind of chuckling to myself earlier because uh, you know how when you uh, when you get a power play and there's that howl? That's totally the howl from the raid. They just recycled it. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's for the dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I was like, oh, man, yeah, really? <laughs> Y'all couldn't even get <laughs> different dogs? I, think I, actually... I mean, it's cool, but – and uh, <laughs> so there's that. And uh, if you notice, uh, if you look closely at your uh, character when you capture a point, you get a pretty good boost on your uh, super. So that's cool too. Mm, I didn't pay attention to that. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, um, okay. I need to. I need to go back to the raid and hear the dogs again, or hear like the Iron Banner howl. I know there was a howl, but I just I'm so focused on the gameplay. Now the one aesthetics I did kept thinking about was like when you're like actually capping a zone. It has that sound like you're shooting a Prometheus lens, like. Oh yeah, they're like. And and then like when it goes, it sounds like someone has a super or something. So I like I kind of look around, but I forgot I capped it. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know if it's like the super, or if it's the sound from like when you drop the hammer in uh, the Siva uh, conquest saga or whatever. Yeah, no. Remember the so. Siva conquest? Is that like to call it? D one. Right? It sounds like the hammer. Yeah, yeah. Or the axe. Excuse me. Yeah, no, it's, it's honestly, it just sounded like either that or like the uh, the super from D2, like Don Blade or Hammers for Titan. All right, but yeah, so, okay, I was going to ask you, well, Supa, what do you think? So, I mean, what do you think about the, uh, if you rate it, you know, out of 10, 10 being completely awesome, one being, yeah, right, I'm not playing this again, what would you rate it? Uh, for Iron Banner, that is, yep. and like the new. Well, I mean, I can't really give it a 10 because. I mean, I don't think it was like a, that drastic of an improvement. However, I mean, it is what it is. Iron Banner has always been um, enjoyable for the most part. I think I like it more now that I'm used to the whole 6v6 play style again because when they just switched from 4v4 to 6v6, it was just kind of like, I don't know. I, it was overwhelming because you're trying to play one thing and then you go start playing another thing and it's just chaos. Um but now that I'm used to it, I, I enjoy Iron Banner. I mean, 
Uh, me and you played it for a little bit the other day, and you know, once I switched to my my hand can and I felt a little bit better about myself. <laughs> You're using uh, the zone now. <laughs> playing with that green armor and blue armor, I was getting wrecked here and there. But uh, yeah, and then me and Joe were playing, and again, you know, we were running the leaderboard for the most part as well. So I mean, I enjoy playing it. Um, you definitely play against some good players. Uh, we mercyed a few teams. I think we got mercyed once, at least I, while I played this weekend, I got mercyed once. Um, but it's fun. I just, you know, we just need different maps. And I think I'd be a little bit more ecstatic about it. So it would have been cool if, like, they were like, for this Iron Banner, we're releasing a new map. You know, that would have been dope. But that would have given it a 10. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you on that in terms of just, like, adding something like more maps, uh, more map design specifically designed for the 6v6. I agree with you on that. And spawning. That's another thing I need to work on. Uh, Joe, what about you? What would you rate it out of 10? Man, I feel like you guys you guys were really optimistic about this. I like it, but I don't like it that much. I'd say, man, you know, at best maybe a 7, but I'm thinking like a 6. Yeah. Just because it's just a – it really is just a prolonged control map with like a cool little fireplace thing where they recycled the howling from the raid. if these last three games are anything to me like like i don't even know man like i got i got stomped and then i stomped people so it's like i don't even know it's kind of crazy it was kind of like playing mayhem a second ago honestly their whole team had like supers five minutes ago and i couldn't breathe (laughs) (laughs) saying it like that sounds like the worst game mode ever no i hear you i uh (laughs) I actually, uh, I was listening to a podcast, listening to DCP again, and there were some of them saying they weren't having fun uh, as much. And, you know, I was like, man, I'm having a great time. I mean, I really enjoy it. Uh, I don't know. I enjoy the, com- you know, competitiveness. I didn't feel like I was always, and I think one of the complaints was I feel like they were always, like, going toe-to-toe or the match always went to the line instead of score. And I, I did find that. I think it always went to time instead of score, like, almost all the time, I think. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not saying that I'm not having fun. I'd say just, you know, eh. I'll give it a 7.5. How about that? I mean, hey, you're not making me feel better. So I, I, got to off, I got to offset you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It can't all be good. I mean, I'm not giving them, like, a high score or a low score in that regard. I'm just saying, like, the fact that Bungie is working out kinks, whether it's, you know, super noticeable or it's, like, a grain of sand, like, anything that they're doing to make the you know experience better where it's not really i don't know handicapping better players and people that play all the time and things like that is you know it's always going to be favorable in my book i just want to see destiny 2 become better than what we had in destiny 1 without like hindering the good things we already have right i agree yeah well speaking of like improvements and crucible and making changes and adjustments period um, another topic we're going to hit on is Crucible Labs. This is a very short one, but uh, Crucible Labs, I, I think we need to dip our toe in that one a little bit more uh, because they have some recently good game modes in there that I was interested in. I just got too lazy to just hop in because, I don't know, like when I get home from work, I just want to lay there and just be lazy. <laughs> but uh, the Crucible Labs is uh, becoming more and more interesting. Um, I think the last two game modes were pretty intense. Uh, the last one I remember was it called? I think it was called shutdown count not countdown but lockdown lockdown yeah so that seems really exciting it seems like a a, a, a good candidate for competitive 
mode. I would definitely be down for that. Like I can lose a hundred times. I'm saying that now, please. But I mean, I can find myself, you know, being, being more forgiving, losing in that. I'm like, Hey guys, you know, and for those of the listeners that don't know about countdown, countdown was that little game mode in the wow. crucible labs where, uh, where, uh, you know, it was like control based. It was, it was like zone control, but when, uh, when the enemy team or you or your, or your team gets all zones, you end the game. So, like, if, let's say, like, you have one zone on your team and then the opponent has A and C, they have two zones. Well, since they have two zones on you, they just have a percentage. And that percentage will go higher and increase and increase and increase until it gets 100%. And you could win that way. So, if you, you know, just happen to just have two zones the whole time and happen to hold it off like that, well, eventually the increase will reach 100% and you will win the game. But uh, it's amazing how you can just turn the tables just like that. And, uh, I mean, that seems, like, exciting to play. I, I definitely want to try that out. Did you guys actually dip into Crucible Labs lately? I haven't. Okay. I looked for it the other day, and I don't think it was active when I looked because it's not always there, I guess. Um, I don't think so either. However, I didn't get to play Lockdown. I heard about it. To me, it just seems like the game – essentially, yes, it could be competitive because the game style could be very quick. You know, it doesn't have to be a long-winded game. However, um, it just seems too spawn-based for me. Like, having can be totally flipped on you so fast in a control environment like that based on you push in on one zone, you start taking it, all of a sudden they all spawn in behind you, some craziness. And in a time that two guys come in and flank and kill, like, three of your team members, the other guys are taking the other zone that you held. And all of a sudden it could turn from them having one to three and them win. I don't know. Well, I yeah, look, wanna, I, I wouldn't want to be on that side of a loss. Well, 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 check it out, though. So, like, when I saw someone play, it was uh, N. Cooch. That was the YouTuber I was watching. Uh, it turns out the spawning, you said, because you mentioned spawning, uh, the spawning of the opponents were a little longer. So, like, even if you would push, killing was also very important, too. So, yes, killing, you wouldn't get points for killing. But if you killed, if you wiped out a team, you, you're, you're at a, such a high advantage, and you wouldn't have to worry about them spawning as as quickly as they do in control so that's why i liked it as well i was like all right you know we could definitely try this out you know i'll be i'll be down for it well what about you uh joe you actually uh try out crucible labs at all lately or uh, i did not dip into it now okay what uh, do you think what do you think a lockdown sucked in all this other stuff in the in the rush to forsaken yeah what do you think about lockdown oh uh, i think it's a great idea i think we need another game mode you know i mean control and you know, we, I mean, it's like we were talking the other day. We need to bring like elimination back for like trials or whatever. You know, it'd be great for competitive. Um, yeah, I, I just, I get bored. Yeah. I'm it's with you. I feel like I'm better at that, uh, that we don't play anymore, you know? Right. I'm with you 100%. I, I definitely, we brought that up a couple of times, man. It's just, we all, I mean, unless someone wants to play devil's advocate, go for it. I mean, but, like, my gosh, I think Elimination definitely needs to come back uh, since Trials is going to be on a hiatus for uh, Season 4, I believe, for the whole season. And, uh, I, I mean, they, I think they need, they need to take a good look, a good long look at Destiny 1 PvP Trials of Osiris. I mean, think about it. Uh, Destiny 1's PvP Trials of Osiris, well, was uh, Destiny One was always in the top of the directory for the most part for two things: trials and raids. Pretty much it. And uh, 
I, I'm not saying trials, you know, held Destiny one together. I can't really say that, but it definitely, you know, you know, um, you know, created some created some eye candy. Put it that way. Um, well, yeah. And when you think about replayability, PvP is always going to have more replayability than PvE content. It just it's always going to like you can only grind for that perfect role for so long before you obtain it or while it's still relevant or doesn't lose interest either among you or your fans if you're a Twitch screen, uh, streamer. But PvP is something that people every weekend flock to for trials. Every weekend, always have, always will, as long as it's the right game mode. And that's where Elimination was strongest at. And I think that's where it made... It was more exciting because that's where you make a play. You are de- you have one guy left and the other team has two and there's reses out there, like orbs. I mean... You got to make a play one way or another, either clutch the kills or get the res up. I mean, yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, yeah, I agree, hundred uh, percent. Um, I was gonna say, I know, I know, we got. I'm still talking about Crucible ads. I'll, I'll mention it, you know, after this. But uh, I was thinking, um, oh yeah, so we, I, I think this is a no-brainer. But I think they definitely need to come up with some weapons, um, cool armor, of course, um, but weapons that are actually that reward a good player you know what i'm saying they yeah. definitely need to like i mean back in the day you know those destiny one trials of osiris weapons were man they were just awesome and uh if you didn't obtain them obtain them then oh well you know i understand you know people may be busy and uh i sure i could play devil's advocate and say you know well i'm, I'm busy all the time and you know i have a family or something must have happened etc but i mean like I'm sorry, you know, it's, it's, it's not like a snarky, like, get good thing. No, it's like, well, you can't please everybody. And to be honest with you, I mean, I believe uh, when it comes to, you know, I guess, incidences, I mean, you're part of the anomaly. And also when it comes to casuals, I think casuals make up the majority of destiny anyway. But uh, I think it's okay to have weapons or armor that's exclusive to good players if you actually earn it. Um, I, I don't I think that goes without well. saying. I mean, I, I'm not saying I don't agree with you. I'm just saying when Trials didn't have that this this year, because, I mean, there were no adept weapons, like which there should have been. Like That should have been the whole point of making it to the lighthouse is you get adept weapons. It's the way it's always been. But when they took that away, and I know this is coming up next on our topic, so maybe this could be a smooth transition into it. I know we're kind of leaving Crucible Labs in the Ooh, past. Ooh, trying to be smooth. Uh, we'll come back to it. I'm excited. Is, the Claymore, mm-hmm. the Redrix Claymore, like, and, you know, granted, I had a, you know, Phil get it for me, but there's people out there all over the internet right now freaking out that they will never obtain it, this and that, and what did Bungie do to counter this is they're changing competitive for the next season to make it way easier, like, even if you, I don't know, I think you can't lose every match, but as long as you remain on par, I think you'll you'll eventually obtain it as long as you put in the time um, without the lost streaks. But they're basically giving everybody the chance to get it by doing a quest line, which I think maybe maybe is the right thing to do, you know, because it was ridiculously hard to get it. But at the same time, like Bungie, I don't know if they'll ever be able to have unobtainable gear for people because the community right now, especially after losing all your better players to you know, the the lacking uh, content and depth that Destiny 1 offered us, now Destiny 2 doesn't. 
with all these streamers not playing, um, it's kind of like everybody's at a lower level for the most part, and people just can't obtain it. So you have a lot more people kind of crying out, I feel, for it. So I don't know. I feel like it's kind of toxic in that environment where it would be great to have, you know, prestige raid gear that actually was better than normal raid gear, not just look different, but be better gear and trials weapons to be better when you go flawless or even competitive. Like, I mean, competitive, maybe there'd have to be some kind of compromise, but I just don't see Bungie doing that until they can accept that people are going to be upset for not getting it. Right. Yeah, no, I hear what you're saying. Um, okay, so we kind of like bleed it into the uh, region, claim, the Claymore conversation, which we will like pretty much right now. Um, one last thing about <laughs> Crucible Labs, because I mean, let's be honest, <laughs> wasn't that exciting. But uh, I was going to say the one game mode that they are bringing up in Crucible Labs, I think it's before Forsaken, is um, I don't forget what the game mode is called, but basically, Scorched, like, every, I think. Scorch or whatever. Everyone's going to have a Scorch cannon, basically. Um, great. I mean, I play it. I think it's something just uh, obviously Dude, that's like take uh, seriously. That's like rockets on uh, Halo. Remember that? I don't. I mean, this this scorch thing sounds like it needs to be put in customs and leave it at that at best. Like, if you want, like, cool. It might be fun for like one or two times, but to make a whole game mode out of it that is going to appear in my directory, I'm not. I'm not really looking forward to that. Just put it in customs. Make customs where you can do crazy stuff like sidearms only, scorch cannons only, things like that. Like you could do in like old school James Bond, GoldenEye stuff. But I mean, I, I don't think it needs to be on my directory next to Mayhem and Quick Play and things like that. Right. That's what we have Mayhem for. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm excited to play it because, I mean, we all like shiny new toys. But I, I, uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't see them actually putting this in like – why? I mean, I don't know. Whatever. I mean, it's 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 obviously a game mode that's not supposed to be taken seriously. Hey, Joe, you have any side comments on that or anything at all? On the on the game mode or the claymore? Game mode. We'll get the claymore. Okay. Uh, I mean, I think it's cool. I the whole thing with custom matches, though, you know, unless you have people that you want to play with, I, it's just not going to draw. There's no incentive, you know, for like just kind of like randoms. Like, say if somebody's not in a clan or their clanmates aren't on, like, there's no incentive to... I don't see the incentive for those types of matches. I like the ideas of, like, being able to collect, like, different types of matches. Maybe for, like, hey, you know, like, I can go into a quick play playlist and I only want to play this type of game mode. Like, say I only want to play Scorch. Like, I'm cool with that. But, like, custom matches, I I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do to bump that. Well, I mean, custom matches are there, A, for your right clan members. Uh, I think it's to settle differences between people who start messaging each other after or during <laughs> yeah. matches. And then it's for the more competitive scene, like the actual competitive scene, not competitive playlist, but the good players who host tournaments and do things outside of you know, their homes. That's how it's all set up is through different servers or through custom matches. That way they can set their own rules, have who they want to play with there. But, I mean, you can LFG and do custom matches if you want to play Scorch. Like, I'm sure there's going to be 13-year-olds and 10-year-olds that would love to play Scorch with you. Hi, I want to play Scorch. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, all right. So here comes a juicy tomato of the conversation. So I'm going to go over this, uh, but it's the, uh, the broadsword and Claymore topic. So um, a lot, ha- a lot of, um, a lot of his wins going on. Uh, so, so far as we know, uh, the Regis Claymore is that uh, infamous pulse rifle or famous pulse rifle that you can get in the competitive playlist once you reach a certain rank. Okay, and it's actually really good. Um, I'm not gonna really go over what makes it good, but whatever. It's a very good pulse rifle. Uh, pul- actually, screw it. I'll, I'll screw it. I'll say it. Um, yeah, basically. Uh, so it has two perks. Uh, it has Desperado and it has Outlaw. Now. Outlaw's good. Desperado is where this gun actually shines. Um, so how it works is if it shoot, it's a very heavy hitting pulse rifle, you know, so it's a very slow one. Uh, once you get a headshot kill and you reload, Outlaw procs and then Desperado procs. So that means you can shoot. The rate of, the rate of fire is uh, increased and still, and still retaining the same kind of power as if it was still a slow firing uh, pulse rifle. So uh, it's like one of the best it's it's the gun in the game in my opinion uh based off of, well based off what i've seen because i haven't i haven't uh, used it and i obviously don't deserve it because i don't really play competitive but uh so as we know uh the uh the claymore pulse rifle is being retired in season three and it won't come back ever according to the de- developers in the this week at bungie uh post okay now a lot of people uh you know, Paul went into like how many people actually have this thing. It's not very much out of millions of players. It's around eight thousand, eight to nine thousand people that have have this gun. I believe over- they're saying like one percent. Yeah, is what Forbes actually reports it as. I don't know if that's accurate. They, well, it's a very small percentage. I mean, I mean, let's be. I can bump it up to ten thousand. Let's just say ten thousand out of a million players is, is a very small number. Um, but uh, even compared to the whisper of the worm, it's still small. You know, and people have more than that. Um, but so, as we know, the Claymore is actually being retired in season three. And on top of that, they are bringing the the companion called the Broadsword. And it is it's basically the same thing as the Claymore. Okay. So, if you already have the Broadsword, I mean, if you already have the Regis Claymore uh, pulse rifle, and uh, if you already have it, you actually will, uh, you know, have an exclusive emote because you've earned it. And also... Um, you actually we will be able to just obtain the broadsword, you know, easily without actually, you know, going through a quest to get it. Now, is it an it, emote or an emblem? Emblem. Emblem, yeah, a personal emblem, uh, just for a cheap, you know. And also on top of it, uh, you don't have to, you don't have to uh, go through a quest to get the to get its companion, the broadsword, which is basically another pulse rifle that has the same perk plus random rolls okay so to be honest with you this broadsword may be better than the claymore and i can see why people are kind of upset because basically you're opening up the floodgates now where everyone can get it and i'm saying and i'm saying i think people will get upset people that actually have worked hard and earned it and actually put in the time to get it i can see why they could be kind of ticked because they put in the time to get it and all of a sudden they're just giving it away basically now like a like a claymore 2.0 basically like a better version. And uh, I can see why people will be upset about that. Um, but at the same time, like, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I know I clearly don't deserve it because I don't play it. And uh, I, I just, uh, oh, yeah. And also, in order to get the actual Claymore, um, 
I, you have to actually go through, I'm sorry, the broadsword, excuse me, I keep saying the claymore. In order to get the broadsword, um, there actually is a quest to actually get it. And the quest itself is actually uh, very, very simple. Um, I think I have the list with me right here. Okay. All right. So I think there's a total of eight steps for this uh, broadsword quest if you haven't already received the claymore. So like I said before, if you actually have, if you actually earn the Redrix Claymore Pulse Rifle in Season 3, you should be able to obtain the broadsword in Season 4, no problem, without actually going through a quest, okay? Now, there, if you, if you don't have it, if you don't have the Redrix Claymore, then you're going to have to go through a quest to get the broadsword. So, uh, the step one is to defeat 200 opponents with the pul with pulse rifle final blows. Uh, step two is reach Valor rank heroic. Step three, earn 75 double plays. So I'm just assuming that's double kills. Step four, defeat 150 opponents with precision final blows from any pulse rifle. Step five, defeat 50 opponents with arc solar void final blows uh step six complete 25 crucible matches in quick play uh rotators count okay uh competitive and rumble i'm talking about those ones those 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 actually count rumble and competitive so they count uh no 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 they have to do 25 matches in quick in quick play or non-competitive modes 25 matches in competitive and then 25 matches in rumble all specifically, but you had. I thought I thought they just counted. Yeah, it's seventy-five different matches. Yeah, three different oh. game modes. Oh, I didn't know. Okay, well, okay, okay. Um, step seven. Uh, you have to complete twenty crucible bounties, and the last one is step eight. You basically have to reset your valor rank five times within a single season. So I think you missed a step there, Wayne. What did I miss? What, no, that was, was like elemental. I, I read a website where there was like elemental kills or something. I said that. I yeah. said that. That was step five. Step five. Okay. Step five. Yeah. Defeat no, fifty opponents with it. arc, solar, and final void blows. Mm -hmm. Um. So there's a total of eight, and uh, these are all reasonably obtainable. They are. I mean, in my opinion, they don't seem that hard. Um. I don't know. What do you guys feel about? I, I personally, I just feel that I want to try this gun, and I would love to use it, and I'm sure I will. I'm excited to get it, but at the same time, a part of me is like, oh, if it's this good and it's this attainable, then this is all I'm going to see in the Crucible. And granted, I mean, every game or shooting game has a meta or any game has a meta, has something that's popular, you know, that everyone wants to use. And I'm like, I don't know. Paul, what do you think about all of this? What's up? I mean, personally, I don't care. Um I think that the soonest we'll probably see somebody running with this that doesn't have a uh, Claymore, probably a week, maybe two. I mean, they're going to have to grind because you're going to have to reset your Valor five times. Well, see, it all depends. Like, do you really have to wait till step eight before resetting your Valor rank? You know what I mean? Or is it like you're resetting it? as you're doing the other steps. And as long as you reset it five times, it, it you know what I mean? Like we're doing our prestige, uh, not our prestige, our masterwork solstice armor. I already hit legendary like twice before or legend twice before I actually, uh, did a crucible match. So even though I reset it, as soon as I did a crucible match wearing my legs, I got my cores. I made it a masterwork. My other characters, same thing. It's not like I'm going to have to re hit legend. I have already hit it. 
So I'm thinking all of these steps are going to be knocked out fairly easily. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what it actually makes you do and what it doesn't. Okay. What's going on with you, Joe? What's on your brain? Oh, there's so much going on with me with this. Uh, so obviously I waited too late to try to grind for this thing. Um, and I know for me, like, I mean, I don't have anybody particularly that I could really play competitive with, like a full team, you know? So I've been going up against, like, four stacks and getting crushed. I called it quits, like, when I was, like, 20 points away from making heroic. And then I just got, like, lost streak after lost streak and ended up just losing 200 points in, like, a day and a half. So, like, man, bump this. It's just not going to happen, even though there's, like, a little less than two weeks left. Um, You've got... You got to think about some other stuff too, right? So you got these people who are dropping like, I think the max I saw was $750 for people to like do this for them, which, you know, it's on them. But I kind of feel like Bungie's kind of like, all right, well, we need to make it to where people aren't trying to throw away like money to try to get this like that. I don't know if there's any like legal action to be taken against them or something or like, you know, cases of fraud. All that type of stuff. Uh, I don't know. I mean, that's that's beyond me. I'm not a lawyer. I don't know how deep any of that could come, come as like a liability against Bungie or I don't know. But you got that. So you got people like throwing money at it. You got people who I mean already have their teams like organized, so they dominate it. If I'm if I'm like a solo player, which I am some of the time, you know, on Crucible, like it's it's like damn near. I mean, it, it was impossible for me. Other than the fact that I, like, just started now, you know, this month to try to get it. But what I like about the broadsword quest line is that I don't I don't have to rely on other people to do it. I don't have to sit here and suffer through people losing matches or, like, leaving matches, uh, which hurts me but does nothing to them if they don't care. I mean, there's there's so many matches I went into where, like, we'd start getting wrecked and then two people would leave. And it's like, well, what am I going to do? It's like me against like four other guys. The other guy that stayed in there with me is just standing there. Like I can't, how am I going to get forward doing that? Like it's pointless, pointless. What what am I doing? You know, I'm wasting my time. Yeah. And I agree with what Joe's saying. Like going back to trials, you can't match make into you go in there with people you play, you go flawless, D1, you get adept weapons. So you technically go in like knowing the people you're playing with or at least set up something so it's not like people are just quitting on you. You can't expect, Bungie can't expect people to do a matchmaking system and receive rewards like this. I think that's where the big flaw is. So the whole broadsword thing makes sense, I guess, if you look at it that way, like, now we're going to make it so people can get it as long as they still grind out these steps, which is why I think it's the right thing to do. Um, however, I think if they just made trials, what trials used to be and what it needs to yeah. be, then it would be a lot different. Like, it's, think about a raid. You can't match make into a raid. So if we got prestige weapons that had, you know, adept roles or perks or the armor gave you additional perks, that makes sense because regardless if you carry somebody or not, you're still in there for a specific reason. Nobody's just like quitting kind of, I mean, LFG, I guess people quit, but you get my point. I get your point. Yeah, no, that Uh, makes a lot of sense. As far as, yeah. And as far as like the money portion goes, Joe, I don't think, I mean, people were paying for carries for three years in destiny one for trials. 
and AIDS and all kinds of stuff. Like, I think if people go to a website and you have these top players getting paid to carry other, I mean, I'm sure that we like the legal side of that is untouchable. Yeah, but then at the same time, you don't want to be a company that continuously hears people bitching about like one particular thing. And I think maybe some of that may have been, you know, some of this change may have been from people like just freaking out. You know, I mean, how many things did you read about freaking out, uh, people freaking out about this? But one of the, one yeah, of the but... other things I wanted to point out, too, though, was, uh, you know, we, we keep saying that those steps are, like, easy, right? How many times have you guys reset your Valor this season? I've reset my Valor, like, times. nine times. <laughs> yeah. You know, but before they had, like, the double XP and the triple XP weekends, I freaking grinded my butt off, and I reset my Valor twice to get that exotic ghost. And then as soon as I got the exotic ghost, they're like, oh, triple XP weekend. I'm like, dude, what did I just use all this time like doing if you're just going to give it away? You know, so, I mean, I feel like with this topic like this, that's not the only thing that Bungie's just like kind of like, well, thanks for your time, you know? Oh, yeah. And I mean, they do that all the time. I mean, especially at the end of uh, season or year three, Destiny 1, you were able to go get all old iron banner gear and all the taken gear the deso gear like you were able to go back and basically use your little silver dust or whatever they had at the time to go to that one kiosk in the tower by eververse and literally just buy back random you know engrams to get stuff picks this and i think that was because they were like well just make everybody happy before the end of the game so eventually destiny 2 whenever destiny 3 is going to come out they're just going to be handing over everything that we've worked for I mean, that's just the way it is. But like I said, it's just the competitive play stop, playlist in general is kind of screwed up. If they just make trials what it's supposed to be and make competitive more of just like a ranked playlist and don't force people to do things that, you know, we don't want to do to begin with, I think that'll be better. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's going to be one of those things where everybody has it with, within like a month. I think it's going to be harder than what people are thinking. I mean... I'm rocking that emblem from Warmind for getting the 40 freaking sleeper nudes or whatever. And <laughs> how many people do we know like gave up on that, you know? Yeah, good point. True. Well, I mean, that's also like there's no proof that like, I mean, that just comes down to like a math formula. Like I probably have invested more time than you in getting those nodes and I'm still too short. That's true. Like, I could invest another – I could double the amount of time I've invested and still not get those two notes. Like, <laughs> there's no guarantee with probability versus it's eventually going to happen. Like, a year down the road, it might happen. So, I mean, you know that as soon as you hit that number in competitive, that eventually you'll get it. Or you know that as long as you do these quests, like, you're guaranteed. Like, it actually says, I think, on the thing I read, like, Shacks will guarantee your thing, like, as long as you complete steps one through eight. Yeah. Well, so everybody who invests, and we look at it all the time. Do you know how many people, day one, something drops, and all of a sudden they already have, like, everything? Like, there's people that are going to grind this thing the moment they can, and they'll have it in a week. Like, it just comes down to priorities. They're not going to raid. They're not going to do strikes. They're not going to do other milestones, but they'll have the broadsword. Yeah. That's going to be me. <laughs> my last uh my last parting thought here um man i just brain farted so i can't remember i guess that's my last parting thought is that brain-
<laughs> the brain fart. Yeah. <laughs> Farting fart. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't have much on this. I don't really have much to say on the situation. Um, like I said, I can understand both sides and where people are coming from. And uh, I, I can definitely see, you know, how people are like, hey, you know, you're now you're just giving it away. You know, I worked so hard on this. And also, Paul, I see your point as well uh, regarding like, you know, you shouldn't really have, you know, exclusive exclusive rewards for game modes that you can match make in and and if you can match make in it then people can just quit now granted you can quit in raids but normally people actually you know uh people uh, actually you know design or, or create teams to actually go into an activity such as a raid so i definitely see your point but if they revert back to trials in destiny one where there was no matchmaking and trials was the competitive thing to play um that makes a lot more sense to me. You know, I like that. Um, that's why I think they definitely need to go back to uh, the D1, you know, model in terms of elimination, maybe add some panaz. And I mean, I, honestly, you can't beat the classic one, you know, elimination, 3v3 or 4v4 even, honestly, that's fine. Okay, I'll still play 4v4 elimination. Um, uh, but, I, you know, also, I'm definitely down to experiment with new game modes with four competitive. Uh, I agree with you. Uh, you know, survival has just got to go. Because no matter how good of a player you are, you are relying on your entire team for real. Like, their deaths actually mean something a lot more. It's a lot more heavy, even if it's an accident or not. It's just uh, uh, everyone has to pretty much pull their weight equally and communicate. I just don't have that kind of time. But honestly, a good segue into, you know, um, you know uh, the competitive playlists or just different playlists in terms of strikes or PvP, et cetera, um, you know, the, the, this week at Bungie, the TWAB also talked about encouraging more players to strive for higher glory ranks. Um, so I, we could just talk about the changes that they're going to, you know, bring over and we can kind of discuss or, you know, say whatever's on our mind about these topics. OK, um, so losses in the competitive playlist no longer reset your Valor rank. So Valor rank. OK, so that's, that's like quick play and stuff like that. Radar has been re-enabled during competitive gameplay. Thank you. Um, some people, you know, feel different about that, but you know, some people may even say get good. I mean, tell me that all day long. I just won't play. No play. I just won't play. Like, forget it. It's just not fun. I'd, I'd rather have my radar. Like you, you guys know me, you guys know what I say. No radar always incentivizes be gameplay, no matter what. For the most part, people in life, whether in video games or in life, always want to take the easiest road to get what they want. And it just makes a lot more sense to camp and stay close together. And boom, you're good to go. Use use the metal weapons, stay close together. You know, have have the uh, lanes be corner, you know, hide behind a door. I mean, gosh. Yeah, so you know my opinion on that. So I'm glad Radar is being re-enabled. Uh, control and Clash modes have been added to the competitive playlist. That's interesting. Okay, sure. I have no problem with that, honestly. Uh, Lost streaks have been removed. Um and it says we are currently investigating activity reconnections to the competitive uh, crucible for players who encounter an error mid game. This will not be available at the launch of Forsaken, but we are looking to add this feature post launch. So, oh my god, yeah, that sucks, dude. Yeah, because I was I was playing the other day and um, I got booted. Uh, I can't remember the error code. I think it's Pony or something. And then I uh, went to another match. And then got a different error code. And then it was like, oh, your timeout. You can't play. You quit twice. <laughs> what? I didn't even get in the match, yeah. dude. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I saw a lot of that on Twitter as well. People asking like DMG and Bungie specifically for that issue. Like I'm getting kicked from the, like I'm getting kicked. I'm not leaving and I'm still getting negative points in competitive and I'm getting a timeout. Like why? So that's why they're trying to push for them to like reconnect you specifically to that game, which is good. Um, Unless, you know, you were holding your breath, hoping you weren't going to have to sit through that pain any longer. But uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think. What was the other thing you said? Oh, the competitive portion uh, for radar. That, that to me, is great. But I really wish they could bring back, like, that Destiny 1 radar that actually was a brighter red when they were on the same floor as you and, a, like, a darker red if they were on a different floor above or below you, which I know the circle's there. It's directly above or below you. But like when they're floating above a doorway, you could you could tell the difference. You know what I mean? Like I just think that little things like that'll definitely be more fun. Um, again, if it wasn't broken, don't fix it. If it worked in Destiny One, it should have carried over to Destiny Two. Yeah, you know, and I think that's that kind of, that brings up what I brain farted about before is that make make it the norm and keep it the norm. If this is the new norm, keep it that. Stop changing it. We'll get over it and get used to it, but you keep changing it back and forth, you're going to start losing people more than you would have, you know, and people can't adapt to it, I, I think. It's, I just find it annoying. Like, I'm, oh, I'm, no, glad the loss pre- I'm glad the losses is, like, going away because, I mean, I'm, I was sitting there with, like, people quitting match after match after match. I'm just suffering for it. Um, so I think that's great, but, you know, it, it is what it is. Just if if that's if it's just gonna suck, then it's just gonna suck. I can acknowledge that, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I to a degree. I I, I see. I, I do not to a degree, but I do understand where you're coming from. I see it. Um, I agree. Uh, obviously, when it comes to certain things that you know that are buggy, that's an exception. No duh. But yeah, I agree. I think they're making the right call here. You know, regarding you know uh, the sandbox and a time to kill, etc. Um, I think they're making the right call. They just need to kind of keep it that way. But when it, if it comes to, like, improvements that obviously are needed or that are, you know, definitely, you know, uh, a plus or maybe just new game modes, et cetera. But that's neither here or there. But I guess regarding, like, adjusting time to kill or sandbox, like, for the most part, I think if they nail it in Forsaken, they can just keep it. Um, I mean, uh, and, and just just the base base layer of this cake, just – just let it bake and <laughs> just come on. Just, you know, put the toppings on, icing. Come on, just, you know, build that foundation and then build on top of that more and more and we'll just be all right. You know, because there's a lot of things we complained about in Destiny 1, but we had a great time. At least I'll speak for myself. I always have a great time in Destiny 1, even though sticky grenades and that Wormwood sidearm ticked me off. But I had a good time. Bro, I miss being able to stick someone with a grenade and then knowing that they're going to die. Actually, you know what? I think the grenades are actually being buffed. <laughs> no. no, they are, but they're not going to get, like, it's not going to be a one kill. It's not. It's not. You're- but, I mean, thinking about it, those damn pulse grenades practically are. Like, that thing hits you or, like, yeah. Um, the explosion when the one of the grenades for the solar titan when he throws it, it does the little like wave of like the inferno grenade. I don't know what it's called. We all use it though. Yeah, does like a fire that comes out towards you. So many times I wait for it to go away, and then as I'm running, it like combusts at the end and does significantly more damage. Like <laughs> just little thing. 
Well, like I just hate it because the hunter, specifically like the Night Stalker, yeah, he has smoke that he can throw, but unless you use the quiver class or the quiver tree, which sucks, I mean, it really does, um, your grenades last for literally like 10 seconds. Uh, I'm saying 10 seconds this is a short time, but in the game, it's probably like one to two seconds. Like that spike grenade, the time I throw it on the wall and it fully shoots out its little grenade, like smoke or stream, literally fades away the next second. Like it is the worst grenade because it doesn't last. But then you look at the lightning grenade and you look at all these other grenades from the other classes and they just last longer. And it drives me insane. I just like how you said that. And I just got it like a triple kill with a pulse grenade on this point. <laughs> yeah. Because they're just standing So. <laughs> I don't know. As long as I don't get stuck and blown up with one with like full health, I won't really care how much they buff them up. Um, it just I don't want to go back to that meta where you literally had campers with shotguns and double sticky grenades, and like if they couldn't kill you, they would just throw a grenade at you and run away. And that, I mean, yeah, that that just wasn't fun. There was nothing cool about it. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah, I, 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 I missed the wormwood though. I'll throw no, that. No, no, no. If you go back to what you're saying, though, you know, in Destiny 1, you knew what to expect. This, All right, hey, you know, trial sucks. This is how it's going to be. You know, we didn't complain as much. But now this is just kind of like, man, this stuff's just kind of all over the place, dude. Well, I mean, we complained, I think. But I think with the time to kill being shorter in Destiny 1, you could combat it a little bit easier. Like, think about it. Like, I'm a hand cannon guy. That's what I used in destiny one like as soon as i started playing it that's what i went for i thought it was more fun i was better at it i like the way i can see when i'm aiming down my sights um but i try and use a hand cannon now and i have to basically like five tap somebody who can literally two burst me with a vigilance wing and if they have it on full auto like i will never win if we weren't allowed to move left or right if we had to just stand there and shoot at each other i would never win 100 percent of the time i would lose <laughs> but now they make it where my hand cannon can kill you faster the way it should be. Like, yeah, a hand cannon. It's a hand cannon. Like, think about it. Yeah. Left. Like, if I got blasted in the face of that, big old. Yeah, I mean, if I'm within range and I shoot you with a hand cannon, like, in the face, you should die. Yeah. But I'll let Bungie work that out. I'll, let, I'll wait to see what they do further from what, you know, they've already done. But I'm just saying, like, that meta will shift. But now if we bring up the broadsword, right? So everybody has to, to get the broadsword. Everybody's going to have to use pulse rifles from what it seems. So, I mean, you can also get that, like maybe with the meta shift, I don't know, maybe pulse rifles, they buffed them. Maybe when they buff other things, they won't be as good. It could take longer. People will probably complain about that. I mean, there could be all kinds of issues coming up as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's inevitable. But uh, like I said, we just have to wait and see, man. Um, so yeah. another thing, go ahead. What's up, dude? I was just gonna say again. I'm just happy that I don't have to rely on anybody else to do that. You know, I can just agreed. Yeah, I'm with you, and 100. percent I, I like. I, I kind of like things uh, quests where you can do things alone. You know, uh, some things that are a requirement to do with the team. It depends on what it is. It depends That's on the, the raid, though, dude. Yeah. Or trials. You know, like. Ah. Or exotic weapon quests like, you know, the Whisper. Right. Three people. Yeah. You can try and do it by yourself or with two people, but it gets easier with three. Like the old school sleeper quest. 
you had to do that daily strike or daily story mission. And you had to do it under a certain time and not die till you got to like a certain room or like lock you out. Yeah. Uh, so look, here's another one uh, regarding, you know, uh, another, since we're still on the PVP, because most of the this week at Bungie was revolving around PVP period and just the updates, you know, coming to Forsaken. Um, so they're also bringing back a new feature uh, that many have asked for on many occasions, fire teams that are formed in some activities will stay together once the activity is complete. So this applies to the following, such as strikes, gambit, and crucible. Note that this does not apply to the competitive crucible. Additionally, if a crucible match ends by a mercy ruling or the scores are widely dis- disproportional, players will be put back into matchmaking to find a new team. I like that personally. Now, granted, people say, "Oh, it's so toxic." Oh, I see the same people just leave oh, that, and get a new game. That's toxic, dude. I think it's toxic for me to keep getting stuck with people who suck or who like sabotage the game. That's true. Yeah. That's true. But either no, Destiny One. Destiny One had it correct where we go into a game six v six, right? Yeah. And however it ends, maybe there's a twenty point spread. Not a, not a huge spread, but significant, I guess. Now. Those same 12 players, unless somebody leaves, are going to go back into another match together, except they might mix and match. So they might make the dude who had the best overall score on one team, the second and third guy on another team, the fourth and fifth. And they literally like split it up almost like seeds in the tournament. And then it would work smoothly because then those guys clash it out. Oh, and then the game can recalculate and move people accordingly. Like I used to love that when I'd play on a team. And me and some dude would crush it. And then the next game, we were against each other. And I wanted to compete against him. And then maybe that third game, we were on the same team again. Like, Yeah, I like that stuff. That's how I met some of my friends on here. It wasn't really y'all, but I met some pretty interesting people where, you know, me and Fruit and some other, some other guy would play. We just stay, keep going against each other. It wasn't toxic at all. We actually enjoyed the competitive play. And I was like toe-to-toe. And next thing you know, like, hey, man, uh, we'll, we'll play tomorrow. You know, and, you know, we're friends, you know, so. Um, I think I'd rather take that, you know, I'd rather take, you know, what, what, what do people say? The lesser of two evils. I mean, I'd rather just take that one. I mean, you're, you're going to, you know, you're going to get some bad with that, but I'd rather take that than what we have now. You know, I, I kind of like that, you know, person. I like playing against the same person, especially if it's, if it's a good fight, you know, but yeah, that's pretty much it on that point. Um, okay. So another one is uh, we're going to talk about rumble next. This is going to be a very short conversation. I'm sure. But uh, Rumble, uh, you know, their, their goal is they're trying to continue to promote Rumble as a third mode. Uh, the challenges are is like earning a place in the top three in Rumble will now count as a win. So being in first place, second place and third place is pretty much the same from what I'm reading here. And also the correct number uh, of Valor rank points will be granted. So that's good to know. Um there's another one that says, if you committed, if you committed to any of the rank ladders we established in season three, thanks for the flight lively. We supporting blah, 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 blah. He's just saying thanks. Okay, who cares? All right, but uh, the one that's, I guess, kind of interesting, I mean, I, I mean, I'm not really, I'm not, I'm kind of indifferent about it, per se. I mean, it's like, it's, it's kind of corny. Like, you know, everyone's a winner kind of thing, even, even though it's not everyone, but it's like the top three, like, oh, okay. Um, earning a place in the top three in Rumble will now count as a win. I'm like, all right, well, okay. And personally, I do think Rumble is the like the best game mode to play if you want to improve, in my opinion. 
I think that's just how it is because no matter how good you do or bad you do, um, when you're when you're playing with a group and relying on a team, you can still win the game and still play a bad game yourself. You can still lose a game and be the best player on the team. With Rumble, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. There's no team. You know, there's no team. I mean, Joe, I know you brought up, you know, people sabotaging. I mean, I believe that's like an anomaly. You know, I mean, can you imagine like two people in Rumble? They're like, hey, oh, that's my buddy. We're just going to link up and kill everybody. I mean, I think that's like a very small percentage. Not saying that you think that's going to happen often, but what you said earlier made me think of that. But uh, yeah, if you want to get good, Rumble is the place to be. And I think Rumble just needs to be a a, um, a permanent playlist in Destiny 2's Crucible. Uh, what do you guys think of those two things, you know? Go ahead, Joe. Uh, so, you know, I'm sitting here, like, listening to you talk about, like, Rumble. And, you know, if, if we're being honest, when I think about Rumble, obviously that's, like, that's me against everybody else. Why? If I'm not on the top, it's not a win. It shouldn't be. That's that's kind of what I feel like. It's, it's a king of the mountain. There's only one king of the mountain. Or Queen of the Mountain, if you're a chick and you get offended by comments like that. But, uh, you know, and I was sitting here thinking while you're saying that, too, is like, why why wouldn't they put Redrick's Claymore in a Rumble thing? Instead of the whole, like, competitive playlist, why wouldn't that be like, hey, you know, you rank up in Rumble, like, as a solo dude, like, you get all the way to this, like, rank off of your own wins, like, it's, it's on you, like, and you get this gun. That's you know, interesting. That's you. Why would they put it there? Days? What's up, Super? Is that, what is that what you're saying, though, Joe? And then, like, each rank, you only play people within your rank, pretty much? Right. And you just keep climbing up. Kind of like how they're doing with competitive, but it's it's on you. It's on. It's just on you. I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah I like that. I think that's perfect. That kind so of... So then it's just like, okay, right well, if you, if you want this gun, you have to get it. Put it at the top. It's, it's up there. You got to become the king. Freaking, you know, rather than having to like suck up the losses because of somebody else, because the only person you have to blame in Rumble is yourself. Yeah, that, that definitely, that definitely, that's a good compromise. I think, yeah, it's still a matchmaking. Um, it's not exclusive. You know, you don't have to get a team together. It's that's all on you. You can earn it or you don't earn it. I think that's perfect. Yeah. I mean, I like what you say about that, Joe. But at the same time, I don't care if. Uh... If top three people get rewards, maybe top person gets, you know, more points and it's kind of like less points as you get to second yeah, that, third. So that would um, make sense, right? You can kind of you can kind of play with it, right, a little bit, just so it's not like total total decimation yeah. every time. Where I'm like coming in third every time, but and you're coming in first, but we're going to get there the same amount of time points-wise, yeah. Right. Um, but at the same time, what is Rumble these days? Is it five? Is it six? Is six. it eight? I don't even know how many people. Six. Six? Okay, that's not bad. I don't. I didn't like when it was eight people. I thought that was ridiculous. Um, I don't know if I've played it since, but I would play Rumble for no points, for no engrams, for no weapon, only if there's like a bounty. Like if you're giving me my bounties like we had in Destiny 1, like and I have to go complete a Rumble match or win a Rumble match to get it for the week, I'll go play Rumble. And Wayne, you're right. Like playing Rumble definitely shows you your flaws and shows you what you're strong at. Um, there's people that can easily take down two other opponents. Um, but for me, I always find like I'll be trying to kill. Like I'm either stealing a kill and then getting picked or, or 
you know, I get two dudes down to absolute and then I have to run away because I'm absolute and someone else gets both my kills. Like I I've always seen all kinds of weird things happening in rumble, but you know, you're right. That's a place to improve and to kind of like figure out what works and what doesn't. Cause that's a system where you probably need something up close and personal. And then to be able to turn around and fight somebody at a medium to long range in the next instance. So, so I, I got a question for you guys and this just popped in my head too. Uh, rumble. Do you think that in like a solo player type matchmaking thing, radar or no radar? For Rumble? Yeah. Um, I still think radar. I would still want my radar in the game because that will definitely influence. I mean, if you're trying to shoot somebody and then you're getting shot from behind, like, I don't know. I would at least like to know how far behind are yeah. they? Like, if they're not even on my radar and I'm getting shot. I know that I can, you know, like just kind of drop down or move left or right. But if they're like like right behind me, I probably need to jump up in the air and engage them. So I think radar would definitely play a big role in, you know, decision making. Yeah, radar. Absolutely. Yeah. Look, honestly, whether it's, uh, you know, rumble or, you know, a group of 6v6, 4v4, if there's no radar, the mentality is the same. Camp, crawl. You're, you're more you're a lot more passive because you're a lot safer when you're uh when you when you're slow or not moving at all i mean you, know, you can you can argue and say hey you know um actually you know if you're camping you can be punished absolutely you can but for the most part people when people think of safe the mentality the mentality mentality is uh take it slow you know wait see what happens and that's honestly that's boring gameplay to watch my gosh like Oh, you know, when I review some of clips, it's not everyone, but, uh, you know, if I review some of clips for an edit and I'm looking at it, I'm so, I could just, I could just sitting there. I understand you have to watch it in context. I get it. But like, for the most part, when I did a lot of editing, I would see a lot of y'all's clips, not only y'all twos, but you know, either anyone else is in the clans like, Oh, we'll get so freaking bored. I'm like, I'll make a move already. I get it. Okay. Shoot. Do something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but yes, to, Can answer, I have... to answer your question directly, Joe. Yes. Radar. Yes. But uh, speaking about clips real quick, I know this has nothing to do with anything. Me and uh, Joe were playing this morning for me or for him last night for me. And I had this sick clip and I was going to record it for you, Wayne. I killed, I was my arc staff. I killed a Dawnblade. <laughs> I killed a Goldie. I killed some other random dude. And I go out the tunnel on a uh, Vostok or whatever it is. <laughs> so or C is to my left and I guess like B would be to my right. And I jump up in the air and I see this dude running out and I'm my arc strider still. So in the air, I angle myself and I hold the trigger to do the slam. And as I'm coming down to get him, he shotguns me out of the air. And I died. <laughs> it was like, I still should have recorded it because it was probably sick. But like for him, it was probably like an awesome clip. I don't know. It would just, if he had just let me kill him, it would have made my clip like awesome. But I, I would have just said, look, that's a, that's a, that's a fail and a highlight, bro, at the same time. Yeah, it was like a high rate, highlight reel that just like turned into a fail at the last second. You like, should have recorded it, man. Come on. Oh, I, think I, I, think I, was, I think I was butt hurt for a minute. <laughs> I just. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, uh, yeah, so I got, I actually made some more clips. As, 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 as we were waiting for the podcast to continue, I was making like, more clips and uh, more compilations. Um, I already got another one for Joe and myself. Like we're in it. Then there's another one with K Watts, myself and Joe. Uh, I'm gonna try to look for more clips for you. But uh, yeah, no. Anyway, 
Uh, so more with the uh, this week at Bungie information. So there's another one regarding guided games. I don't really give a crap about guided games. Just I don't think I've ever played one. I haven't either. I, haven't either. I, I want uh, to. What's his name? <laughs> Stargate. Tyler. Yeah. Tyler yeah, Shady Man and Stargate used to do it all the time. What, it, yeah, and, what does uh, that even do? Like you play with someone who guides you through or you guide somebody? Both. Both. So you can do a Nightfall where you and a clan mate can go into guided games and you will provide the assistance for another player who either doesn't have friends online, you know, probably finds LFG toxic or, uh, you know, just is looking for a clan experience. And you would basically go through the Nightfall with them, help them out. Okay. Um, you can also do a raid, uh, I think, as well. But then on the other end of it, if you have nobody to play with, like, granted, we're all in a clan, you could do guided games. Like, I have, like, 18 or 20-something tokens or something crazy because I never used them. But the wait line for getting two people to help you is, like, 15, 20 minutes sometimes, where if you want to go in, me and you, you want to go guide somebody in the mornings, like, instantaneous we'll pick somebody up they connect into our party and we help them out um you do get an emblem from doing it and i think you can also get a couple other rewards as well i mean obviously plus not, our standing goes up looks better <laughs> well i mean they're not that enticing they're, to me personally like i don't know i don't know any other rewards but i do know 100 percent that there is an emblem for you know going you know getting someone through a guided games raid or something but i just don't care you know i just don't care um, but we can read over them, you know, just in case. I don't know. You guys are really interested. I mean, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, I guess for the sake of the listeners that actually may use guided games. So, uh, <clears throat> we both with- I do. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, you go ahead. Starting with Forsaken, if you disconnect from a guided game, you'll be offered the opportunity to reconnect to the activity if it's still active. You'll, you'll we'll reserve your slot for up to three minutes. After that, guides will be able to backfill the guided game with seekers that are currently in the queue. Okay. In guided raids, these reconnections will help with individual player disconnects. In the case that an entire fire team disconnects, we want to minimize the impact to raid teams. Going forward, players will be able to take the raid checkpoints out of the guided games and use them in the normal version of the raid, which is good. Nice. If you all disconnect, form up your fire team again and head into the normal version to continue your path of total raid destruction. So that's good. All right. So last but not least is the clan update. So um, since the since launch, fifty percent uh, of us have actually hit max rank in our clans each season. So that's a no brainer. Go, and exactly. Going into Forsaken, there are two major things we wanted to improve with the clans. Um, two bullet points, and they're like very obvious. Uh, give you more reasons to play with your clan mates and make clan perks more interesting. All right, uh, we'll see about that. Um, so they said uh, how we earn clan XP is actually changing. Uh, when you start your journey in Forsaken, Hawthorne will have three daily bounties. They will be compiled alone. I'm sorry, they can be completed alone or with the fire team to grant a small amount of clan XP. Once your character reaches level, reaches uh, the level new 50, Hawthorne will add three additional weekly bounties that grant larger amounts of clan XP, but require you to fire team up with your clan mates. And they kind of give you like a little preview of the new clan perks for season four that will be more impactful and worth the time to take to achieve them. Um, so they gave, they, I see three ranks, 
but they skipped like it seems like they skipped the rank, but I'm just gonna read it off, okay? So rank three, once you reach rank three, increase you get increased resilience when you're in a fire team with your clanmates, and then it just goes straight to rank five. When you hit rank five, uh, grants a chance to receive additional etheric and Bayron resources when collecting them in the reef. So that's I guess reef, uh, you know, materials. Um, and rank six. The weekly clan milestone also grants a masterwork core. I'm assuming that's singular, just to clarify for reading purposes. Um, Are I mean, cores cool. going to be in short supply this next season? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I believe cores. I, just, I don't know. I think cores are going to be the same. I think that's just another way to get one. I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, I'm not like. Yeah, I just, I just sit here and I think they're like one core. It's like. Hey, you go, young man. Here's a nickel for cleaning my gutters. Like, what am I you gonna know, do with a nickel, dude? I, I look. I, I hear. I hear you on that. Trust me, I do. But I had to reel it back. I had the same response, like initially. But I reeled it back, and I was like, you know what? Um, this is this. These are these are like it's like passive rewards. I mean, yes, you are like doing something to kind of get something. Like the bounties, you're playing the game. You're, you're you know you're you're doing bounties. You're getting XP to reach a rank, and you know get something or to have something activate to have it impact the game. Now it's impacting the game in a very small way, which is fine. I'm okay with that. Yeah. It's, you know, it's a, it's, it's like a, it's like, you know, they're throwing you an attaboy, you know what I mean? That kind of thing. And I'm okay with that. So it's, it's not a big deal. It's easy to do. Um, you know, you're, it's not game breaking. It's not like they're just giving us things for not playing the game and we're being lazy, but, um, you know, I like the system. Honestly, we'll see. I, I like it. You know, it sounds great on paper. So we'll see how it works out when Forsaken launches. Um, honestly, that is pretty much it, boys. Um, that is uh, everything, I believe. Uh, what is this? I think I have more notes, maybe. Lockdown. Oh, that's uh, for the Crucible Labs. Yeah, no. That is pretty much it, boys. Uh, we kind of covered all the meat and potatoes. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I can clearly say I'm really excited for Forsaken. We say this every week, at least me. Super excited, you know, can't wait to play it. Um, I actually, I think I told you guys, I actually ended up talking to a guy uh, while I was working. His name is Ben, you know, works at the Kmart that I was at. And uh, he's now, you know, trying to listen to our podcast now. And he used to play Destiny, but I guess he just got sidetracked with other games. And, uh, you know, me talking about Destiny and me talking about, you know, what we do as a clan, it made him want to get back into it. So, you know, Ben, if you're listening, um, get back on the train, and uh, I'll definitely, I'll definitely play with you. I'm sure we will too. Um, you know, just be yourself, dude. You know, um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. You boys have anything you want to say, Joe? Oh, uh, I don't have anything to add. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I think we touched base on some really good topics. I agree, Paul. I just wanted to give Ben a shout out as well. What's up, Ben? And uh, yeah, that's about all I got. I'm gonna head back to work now, but you guys. And enjoy your evening. Okay. Hey, hey, Paul, I got a question. So when are you able to get back on? I'm assuming, what, like 10 hours from now? Uh, no, actually, I'm standing duty tonight, so I actually have to work. Um, I'll hopefully, 12, 24 hours from now, hopefully be getting off work. So hopefully I'll be on probably when you're asleep tomorrow night <laughs> hey man i may be standing up like a boss hey look so i, I do want to try to get people uh like the clans in a race so i think tonight uh, i know you're not doing it paul but joe uh you want to try to help sammy get the whisper of the worm i mean he said he hasn't gotten it yet yeah i'm uh i'm starting to get up like super early in the mornings now okay just my schedule but 
uh, on Saturdays and Fridays for sure. I can help out with stuff like that. Okay. Um, we'll, we'll figure yeah, out. Yeah, same here. Well, yeah, yeah. We'll, figure, we'll figure out the rating, the worm quest, the all these things. Uh, I'm excited. The the band is uh, the band app is kind of lit again. You know, so we got some people. You know, excited to you know start playing. Yeah, um, like I said, ben, uh, get the band app. Join Destiny. We'll get you stuff. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. All right. Well, look. Thanks, you guys, again. Thanks you again to my co-host uh, for you know joining me again, Grimbones, Superfly Minots. Always a pleasure talking with you guys. And everyone else, thank you for listening uh, for another episode. And we will see you guys in orbit. Bye-bye. Bye. Later.